Uh, hello everyone, my name is Oksana. It's Road to Adverse, Weekly Adverse Insider, the six. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Adverse. So may I please ask uh, Tokugawa-san to yes. speak? Okay, thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Hiro Tokugawa, uh, wrote the adverse, Edelverse. So um, I would like to talk about uh, the um, economy of Tokugawa Japan in general. Uh, it is so similar to what we have in Japan right now. And at the same time, naturally, it's very, very different. So uh, many people have a hard time understanding this, uh, what it was like. Uh, a very senior politician asked me whether it was capitalist. And it looks a lot like that. Uh, but the problem is the, the way we understand capitalism uh, has, has also many problems. And I'm going to explain why. Uh, now, um, if you uh, remember at the beginning of the uh, Wealth of Nations, Adam Smith, 1776, uh, Smith uh, talks about the three pillars of a healthy economy uh, and of a liberal economy. One is that uh, the division of labor so in order to produce something, the more people participate and uh, divide and subdivide their tasks, then productivity goes up. Now, this is true. This is very, very true. And then uh, he also talks about this exchange instinct. Uh, like you see a stranger and then you feel compelled to exchange words with them. So people are societal. We like to exchange. And then part three is that, uh, and the third pillar is the uh, labor value, no, labor theory of value, that all wealth is created by human labor. The second uh, exchange uh, instinct, uh, the, the uh, instinct to exchange is only halfway true. You do that only with people you can, you can trust or you're not afraid of. Uh, most of human history, people were afraid of other human beings. Uh, so it's only halfway true. And the last part, uh, labor theory of value sounds so true, but at the same time, it was so false by the time Smith wrote The Wealth of Nations, because uh, The Wealth of Nations was written precisely at the moment when uh, coal was becoming a very important source of wealth. So, I, uh, so my suspicion is that uh, Smith actually wrote this for the owners of coal mines who didn't want their business to be regulated. You see, coal power was competing directly with human labor. And as a result, many workers and craftsmen were becoming destitute. So that is the landscape of 18th century Europe or 18th century Britain, at least. Uh, so now and then. Uh, and then there's one more uh, factor that is missing when you try to understand modern capitalism is the, this is the uh, factor of violence or of theft. Uh, you see, uh, Britain did not become rich because uh, their, their ingenuity that made possible the Industrial Revolution. But they got rich because they, they had enough military strength to steal from wherever they wished to. Okay, so from India and from China. So uh, they were trading with China and uh, they imported too much tea so that the silver species uh, left Britain a mass. So uh, with lack of monetary uh, base, uh, base metal, they had to resort to theft. So this is the opium war. They try to sell opium first. And then uh, when uh, the Chinese banned that, then they use military force to, well, they say to open the market, but actually it is to settle 
the balance imbalance of trade with violence. Or you think of the history of the United States. A Nobel laureate economist Douglas North describes Amer the American economic history as the expansion of uh, property rights. But and then for the uh, well, for the first. 30 years, 36 years of the United States of America, 32 years the presidents were slave owners. And then after that came Andrew Jackson, and uh, he basically legitimized uh, stealing Native Americans' land. So American e economic history, you could call it the expansion of property rights. But And then property rights were established with a lot of blood being shed. So there's violence, okay? And then you look at Tokugawa Japan. Uh, the uh, Tokugawa shoguns uh, tried very hard to instill uh, what, you, what you would today call social capital amongst the Japanese people. And this was not an easy task as the Japanese were so used to civil war and also uh, they were very strongly influenced by Toyotomi Hideyoshi's uh, expedition into Korea. Uh, to repeat again, more than 1% of the entire population were mobilized in this in this very futile and stupid war, uh, and most of the and most of them returned uh, from the battlefield thinking that we were winning, and this became the undercurrent of Japanese thinking towards the end of Tokugawa times. So, uh, but anyway, we uh, we the Tokugawa chose to uh, well get out of this uh, national thieving business and instead just uh, try to run a very peaceful economy. So there's no violence here. And two is that uh, the Tokugawa collapsed uh, as the Industrial Revolution approached East Asia. So there's a pre-Industrial Revolution economy. Uh, in other words, all wealth was created by human labor. And that's uh, the first thing that uh, Western observers noticed when uh, they arrived in Japan in the late 19th century. So it looks very much like the most advanced European societies, but everything was done by human hands. So that is what amazed uh, Western observers back then. Uh, so, um, so very ironically, uh, was it capitalism? No, but it looked an awfully lot, awful lot like the world or the economic system described by Adam Smith. That is the uh, essence of Tokugawa economy. And uh, so the good news is that uh, you could run an economy uh, growing very slowly, like 0.3% per annum. Uh, for 260 years, and just keep growing. Uh, and then uh, without war, and even without natural resources, uh, and uh, population grew and then eventually stagnated, but the uh, longevity of the population, the average longevity uh, lengthened from like 26 years old uh, to 36 years old. So there's growth all the way. And you don't have the you don't need the industrial revolution. You don't have to steal from others in order to achieve this level of growth. And the people were pretty happy, uh, more happy than you would imagine. Uh, so this is a, a part one of my uh, well, my talk on Tokugawa. Thank you very much, Tokugawa. Inspiring and interesting. So uh, the next, uh, Mr. Gan, as the CTO of the project, may I ask you to tell about the progress. Thank you, Oksana. Hello, everyone. Um, uh, this is Gen. And then I'd like to share some updates uh, about Edverse. So we are, we are planning to have a meeting with uh, kind of SIR in uh, Tokunego system. 
So we will try to design the token ecosystem, which is super cutting edge and quite new. And then, uh, of course, we need to find some proper partner who can, you know, design a whole token ecosystem, which is based on what we want to do with uh, Mr. Tokugawa's point of view, what we did in Edo, Edo, Edo era and Edo city, blah, 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 something like that. And then, uh, of course, we are going to use NFT. And then we see a lot of many, many types of NFT use case in crypto space, but I think none of them can uh, describe what really NFT can do. Because imagine that we now we see like many types of digital arts can be traded by NFT. But of course, we can deal with it in fiat currency as well. So we pay USD, for example, or we pay JPY to get some digital asset, which means this is not real NFT use case. So we'd like to describe and realize what Mr. Tokuwa mentioned now is um, new ecosystem in which NFT can show their presence. So for example, NFT means non-fungible tokens, right? So there's only one original asset, which can be NFT, which is not like digital arts or gaming application, blah, 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 something like that. Because if we issue kind of uh, gaming NFT, if gaming company is going to be crops, then this NFT is not guaranteed, right? But even if, let's say, gaming application is down, gaming company is going to be uh, bankrupt, we still can use this NFT. It's a real NFT ecosystem, which is what we want to do. Mm. And then, of course, to proceed and realize it, we have to consider what types of design is needed for this token ecosystem, which is including NFT and DeFi as well, and then native token as well. So uh, this is a little bit complicated structure. So we need to find proper partner. And then we are trying to do now. And then maybe from Paul o'clock JST today, I'm going to have a meeting with them. And then maybe we can catch up with it. After, I'm not sure, 10 days later or something, we can show more detail about the token ecosystem, which can realize NFT, quite new NFT ecosystem, including a native token and DeFi. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Gan. I, I'm sure you will find the solution and good luck with, with today's meeting. And uh, the next, uh, Dominique, uh, could you please inform us overall about our project? Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm very glad that everybody is very, very positive and high motivation. And then um, in March, yeah, we did... Um, on March, actually, we 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 just made a whole sort of build. Yeah, we just building up the whole ideas and also the sort of design and and then how we should just handle and also how we should um, uh, make a some concept for the Airbus. And then we're gonna just accelerate activities. And after this uh, uh, this afternoon's meeting, and then we're gonna just all the design with the token system. And also uh, we're gonna make white paper that we have to fix the whole fix all the idea, the concepts of the Airbus in, in, in April. So uh, our, our, our activities is gonna be very, uh, it's, it's a, accelerating and um, um, I, I'm really uh, looking forward to just you know giving uh, white paper just uh, by the end of uh, by the end of April and after this 
uh, we're going to issue a token that Edo Zenis or, or Edo, Edo Kobans, uh, and our original schedule in July. So um, we are just quite uh, now positive that in our own schedule. And, and, and also, I think I'm very happy that today that I heard from Mr. Tokugawa about the whole concept of the origins that we, our ecosystem, token system, just to start from the Adam Sumis. Yeah, that this actually really important thing that our ecosystem is deeply uh, under the consideration of the uh, the whole sort of economic scale of the world and also the existing uh, 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 just. Uh, 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 we, sh- we can we might just include existing economic system just using edo, edo bars just in a token system so um i'm really uh, looking forward uh, what we can do and then we might just change the world um and then um hope that i think that we can enjoy this game and also we can enjoy this ecosystem probably uh next year 2023 thank you uh, thank you, Dominique. I like this, to change the world. <laughs> thank you very much, everyone. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I, we will be c- connecting with you next week. Goodbye.